What's good, everyone? My name is Jacob Moses, and welcome to another episode of the Not Boring Tech Writer, a podcast where in each episode, we focus on a different skill that you can learn to enhance your skill set, improve your marketability, diversify your career, and ultimately break the stereotype that technical writing is a boring career. This episode's skill? Teaching technical writing, specifically on the college level, to advance your career. The technical writer has a variety of valuable skills, such as making documents enjoyable to read and complex topics easy to understand. However, the skill that I think is most valuable to the technical writer is the desire to stay relevant and advance their career. We may not get a lot of love for it, and technical writing is definitely not the first profession people think of when they think of innovation. But from the conferences I've attended, such as Write the Docs and the technical writers I've spoken with, We're a group always trying to learn and get better. So we pick up a programming language, we get continued education, or maybe we dig into API documentation, hopefully through Tom Johnson's course on his site, I'd Rather Be Writing. But there's another way to advance our career in technical writing, one that many of you in the industry perhaps have never considered, and that's teaching technical writing. My guest today, Kim Campbell, who's the chair at the University of North Texas's Technical Communication Department, has worked in academia for many years and recently has noticed a promising trend. Jobs for teaching technical writing are rising, a great opportunity for the new and seasoned tech writer alike to make a career shift. In this episode, you'll learn how and why you should get started teaching technical writing, including how to gain the right skills, adopt the right mindset for teaching, and most important, enjoy a fulfilling career in academia. Big shout out to Knowledge Owl, a wonderful knowledge-based software for sponsoring the podcast, and I hope you all enjoy this episode. Hey there, Kim. How are you today? I'm great, Jacob. How about you? I'm doing good, doing good. How's life at the University of North Texas? It is awesome. Very good. I'm happy to hear it. Well, Kim, I'm just overjoyed to have you on the podcast for a couple of reasons. First, as an alumnus from the University of North Texas, it's always a joy to have anyone affiliated with UNT, especially the TechCom program, on the podcast to, to share their wisdom and their skills. And then secondly, the skill that we're covering today, teaching technical writing, is unique to this podcast. We've knocked out 11 episodes so far, and each skill has been about how the technical writer working in the tech comm industry can add skills to advance their career in industry, as opposed to this skill, which is going to be focusing on that skill of teaching technical writing and even getting involved in academia. So super excited to cover this. And I'd love to get started by talking about the motive from transitioning from working in the tech writing industry to teaching in academia. You've been a professor for many years, and now you're sitting on the chair for the Department of Technical Communication at UNT. From working with colleagues and interacting with them, what are you noticing as the motivation for people to transition from industry to academia? So I'm glad you asked that question. I think there are a lot of tech comm pros who would like to teach, um, and there's a lack of information about this. So um, I think you're doing good here. I can tell you at UNT, um, we hire 
TechCom pros, both part-time and full-time to teach courses for us. I think people are interested um, in teaching for a variety of reasons. One of them is the, uh, the chance to enjoy a little more intellectual challenge. Um, college is certainly uh, more open. Uh, you can think about the things that you like. You can say more of the things that you like. You can work on the things that you like as opposed to corporate America. Um, so you have a little more freedom. Um, I think people also are attracted to the idea of making a difference in students' lives. Um, they reflect on their own time as a student, and I think they often wish that they had had someone tell them the kinds of things that they now have to give to students. Um, and I also think uh, for some people, uh, the idea of having a flexible work schedule, uh, once upon a time, I think college teachers were maybe the only folks or one of the few professions where you could have a flexible schedule, but um, uh, it's more available in other, uh, in other ways today, but it's certainly still true for us. Te we, we teach classes um, every day of the week, um, evenings, mornings, afternoons, whatever. And so people can, um, with, with a few parameters, within a few parameters, they can choose their own work schedules. Awesome. Yeah. And you get to live where you work, which is huge also. Yes, Just it thinking is. about, um, I'm, I'm kind of still on technical writing. I do documentation for my current employer at Strong Towns, but I love the city of Denton. However, it can be difficult for this size of college town to be able to live and work in Denton. Of so course, I imagine that's another another plus of pursuing academia is that you get to you get to stay in these beautiful college towns with that mix of young folk and intellectual folk. It's a really great combo. Exactly. Um, Kim, I was looking on your LinkedIn page, and you wrote this great post about why people should consider teaching technical writing. I think it was during the time when UNT had an open spot for a professor. Okay. And you noted in this blog post that teaching technical writing can be a really good next step for the technical writer. And that made me particularly excited because when I was working deeper in the tech writing industry, all I was seeing in regards to career, career advancement was working in API documentation. I was reading that, hey, that's right. where all the jobs are going. The jobs are going down for end-user documentation, which is what initially attracted me to tech writing. Right. So I found myself in a little bit of a pickle because as much as I wish I was like into programming, like I try, I read Tom Johnson's I'd Rather Be Writing blogs <laughs> and like theoretically it sounds awesome, but I just can't, I can't get into it. So it's exciting to hear that teaching can be a good next step. Can you elaborate on why that is? Sure. Um, I think uh, the majority of TechCom pros already teach. In other words, um, much of what they write or edit or design or create is um, about instructing someone uh, a user, their their audience. So in that way, teaching is something they're already doing, already familiar with. Uh, I think I think uh, almost all of us have a thirst to pass on the knowledge that we've gained. And teaching tech writing, especially in a department with tech comm majors like ours at yeah. UNT, means that you would have that opportunity. Awesome. So Kim, 
someone's listening to this podcast and we have a wonderful diversity of listeners from students to new in the industry to seasoned tech writers. If some of the students or new tech writers are are interested by this topic of teaching technical writing that you're pitching, but maybe are thinking to themselves that they don't have the skills or the knowledge yet to be a good teacher because they're new in the industry, what would you say to them? Well, the first thing is definitely that uh, few, if any, are born great teachers. Mm. So um, like all professions, teaching requires some explicit and tacit knowledge to succeed. Um, I think it probably requires three qualities. The first is presence, you know, that ability to command a room. Uh, that does not mean that you have to be the super extrovert and the performer, but you do have to be able to get people to attend to you. We do that in different ways. People can get better at that um, with some practice and training and feedback. Um, another quality that a teacher needs is audience awareness, something that every tech writer obviously uh, has some skill with. And the reason I say that, of course, is because your students are like your end users and you need to be paying attention to where they're at, how they're doing. And it's a constant um, a constant back and forth. Of course, you make plans and you design experiences for those students, but you don't always know how it's going to go. And so you have to be paying attention so that you can adjust, change the assignment, change the um, change the topic for the day, change yeah. whatever it happens to be. Uh, so I think so you need command or the ability to really command a room. You need the ability uh, to pay attention to audience. I think you also have to have a respect for knowledge um, and maybe some humility about mm. your own level of knowledge. Um, so I, I think all three of those qualities are things that I see regularly in tech com professionals. So I would think that, as long as they recognize that they're going to, there's going to be a growth, um, a time in which they're going to have to practice and not be good and fall down and get back up and improve, um, they can become great teachers. Yeah, Kim, I appreciate you bringing up the, the, the qualifications of a good teacher because I understand that some of them will come with continued education, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit with what UNT is doing. But if someone's currently working in the tech com industry, they, they've practiced humility, they're looking at their own skill set and see some gaps in their own assessment in relation to these qualities, is there anything that they can do today to start to hone in on these skills? Are there things that they can do in industry? Are there certain resources or books that we'd recommend to help them kind of make that pivot in their mind from industry to academia? Um, okay, this is a hard, it's a hard question to answer, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, it, I, I want to start, though, by saying that the knowledge that professionals have developed in industry is priceless in a tech writing classroom. So awesome. the fact that you're not an experienced teacher doesn't mean you're coming to a tech writing classroom with nothing to offer. In fact, in many ways, you have um, you have better stuff to offer students. You may not know how to offer it to them, but you have tremendous stories to tell and experiences to share that, um, that an academic like me, who's been in a classroom for a very long time, 
my stories are older um, and they're a little different. I have to work on them. They're not as uh, industry relevant to the students in my classes. So that's really a priceless thing that you bring with you. Um, It's certainly true that um, (laughs) learning to teach is, it's a, it's art. I would say it's more art than science. Um, it requires a lot of knowledge that's opaque to people whose singular classroom experiences as a student. What I mean by that is most of the work done by instructors is really invisible to students. So there's all this time spent planning and creating course activities or assignments or Mm -hmm. lectures or whatever, there's time spent reading or studying, you know, doing a lynda.com tutorial on something that you you're not current on, or there's a lot of time spent grading or providing feedback. And those activities are actually all that behind the scenes stuff is far more labor intensive for most of us than the actual time spent in a classroom with students. So I think you can see already that there are a lot of parallels between the things that you do at work um, and and the behind the scenes things that you would need to do to prepare to be a teacher. Um, I do believe everybody needs some explicit instruction and you definitely need some mentorship to develop teaching skills. I, I don't know how to do this. It's very much an apprentice model kind of thing. Um, but I, yeah. I think that the, it's true for all of us. Uh, <laughs> it makes me think one of the, one of the most painful and difficult lessons that every teacher has to learn is that his or her students don't think or act like he or she did mm-hmm. back when they were a student. So when we imagine ourselves teaching this, imaginary student audience we're facing is usually not really representative of the actual audience that you're going to deal with. Um, Most of us who want to teach were highly motivated. We were the odd students, but we didn't realize how odd we were. Uh, Most students are a lot less motivated. um, And that lesson's kind of hard to swallow, but it's important so that you can meet students where they are and not where yeah. you wish they were. Um, I'm not sure that's answered your question. It does. Oh. And I'm so glad you brought up mentorship. Um, there's a great organization, listeners, um, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. It's called Write the Docs. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a technical writing um, organization um, founded by Eric Holscher up in Portland. Um, if you're looking for mentorship, um, Really, I'm going to have a tangent. Whether you're in industry or academia, it doesn't matter. Um, this is a wonderful organization to get started with. And maybe you'll connect with some uh, people who are formerly in academia, people who currently are. So that's a great opportunity to find a mentor and really gauge if it's a career transition um, that would be right for you. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. Kim, let's talk about formal continued education. UNT has um, this new certificate, right. um, the Graduate Academic Certificate in Teaching Technical Writing. What is this? Is it necessary to make the transition? Um, and if so, why are these certificates essential um, for being prepared to teach technical writing? Okay. Well, you're, you're correct. We do have a, uh, an all-online graduate academic certificate, and it is unique in its emphasis on teaching. There are um, 
there are several, many certificates out there meant to um, advance your understanding of the tech comm profession, but there are very few, if any, focused on teaching. So it's one of the things that we're excited to do. Um, yeah. We have really a world-class faculty and um, the fact that they're able to share some of their expertise in teaching with a wide audience is we, we're really excited about that possibility. Oh. It's the current faculty teaching those online courses? Yes, we are. Oh, how fun. Yes, absolutely. So, for example, um, it was, you know, it was created to help people with a graduate degree make the transition from uh, to college teaching by giving them instruction in, we have four areas or four classes. Um, the first one is pedagogy. In other words, how to teach and specifically how to teach tech writing. Um, that's a course that we have offered on campus for a long time. Uh, in fact, it's required of all of the grad students who teach part-time for us uh, while they're earning their degrees. So we've simply translated that course into an online format. Um, and I think we've done an expert job at that. Um, so there's the pedagogy class. There's a technical editing class. Uh, there's a content strategy class and there's a document design class. Um, and those courses are, um, they rotate through fall, summer and spring. There's constantly, there's always a course being offered. Um, they're always eight week online. There's two of them in any given term. Uh, we've tried to make it as easy as possible for people to, um, kind of pick and choose how fast and how much they want to do at a time. Uh, but you, if you were really dedicated, you could finish the whole thing in seven months, um, which is pretty astounding in the academic world. And then is a certificate required for someone who wants to tar- start teaching technical writing on the college level? It is not required, but I okay. can tell you that it will put you at the front of the line. Uh, especially because the reality is there are um, there are a lot of open teaching positions in tech writing. Uh, sometimes those are they're not all called technical writing. So depending on what college university you happen to be at, sometimes it's called professional writing. Sometimes it's called business writing. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. called scientific writing. Really, it's all the same basic thing, um, the, the same principles, the same kinds of assignments, uh, the same kind of teaching experience. Uh, there are a lot of those positions available. And what happens now is that it's difficult to find someone who's qualified. So unfortunately, a lot of times those classes are taught by people who are not well qualified. And this is something that uh, the faculty at UNT feel badly about, and would, it's one of the reasons why we think the certificate we're offering is very important, because it's not only about helping an individual transition into teaching, it's about raising the quality of education that students get um, about what it means to do tech writing. That's awesome, Kim. Have y'all started enrollment? We have. In fact, we started last spring. So we've been cool. we've been running. Every class has been offered more than uh, more than once now. Yes. Awesome. A- any any success stories so far? Um, in, in fact, we. Uh, oh, I can't remember where the woman is at. 
I believe that we just had the first person complete the certificate. And she is, I think she's in Houston at a community college. So many of the jobs um, are available in community colleges because tech writing is taught in every community college everywhere in the United States, just like it is at every university everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, she was able to complete it really within the seven months. That's awesome. This certificate sounds so wonderful, Kim. And listeners, like Kim mentioned earlier in the podcast, from working in industry, you already have this great foundation and these great skills that are going to translate well to teaching in college. I remember whenever I was um, the spring of my senior year at UNT, I had a capstone class with the, an adjunct professor at the time named Neil Cobb. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, to my knowledge, have any formal previous training in technical writing. But because of his industry experience, I mean, it was a marvelous course. And many skills I learned from him, I still use to this day in the tech writing industry. Yes, And I can't imagine just how that ability to teach would elevate even more and how those skills would complement each other far greater once complemented with this certificate. Exactly. So it sounds awesome, Kim. So Kim, let's talk about the future of teaching and technical writing. You talked about how really the title has a multitude of different names now. It's business writing, it's professional writing. I remembered whenever I was in the tech con program at UNT, I think UNT was like maybe one of like a dozen universities where you could actually get a bachelor's in tech writing. Is it, are you noticing that that industry is growing and that there really are going to be lots of opportunities in the future for folks to transition into teaching technical writing? I think that there, every indicator we have tells us that the number of instructors needed to teach tech writing in college is growing. Um, this awesome. is happening at the same time as um, the jobs for someone who teaches literature or language are declining. Um, mm. So there are two different there are, there are two different ways to think about this. Um, in our department, for example, we teach a very large enrollment service course. And what I mean by that is it serves other people's majors. So it's filled with biologists, chemists, engineers, computer scientists, et cetera. As part of their degree program, they're required to learn something about technical writing, or it could be called professional writing or science writing, whatever it happens to be. Um, so every community college and university has at least one of those courses. Got it. Not every college or university has a tech comm degree program. So that is one of the things that makes us unique. But depending on how you um, how you categorize these, I've seen figures as high as 600 different types of credentials that are offered in the United States that have wow. to do with technical writing at more than, I think, almost 400 different schools. So, yes, there is definitely growth in this area. Um, and I, I don't think... I don't see any reason to think that it's going to, uh, that it's going to stop anytime soon. Awesome. That's wonderful, Kim. And I'm even thinking about outside like the formal nine to five teaching. Mm -hmm. 
someone could probably use these skills to like start their own Linda course you are, or start their own like YouTube course of and course. make some really great side money with of that course. Too. And one of the things I wanted to make sure I, I said to your listeners is Please. you should recognize that universities hire lots of part-time faculty. And I mean, lots. Um, and so um, there are opportunities at UNT and at any research school um, to work as an adjunct instructor cool. where you might teach one course that meets one evening a week. Um, yeah. And th- I would recommend that as a way for anyone to kind of dip their toes in the water and figure out, okay, do I like this? Do I think that this is something that I would want to do more of in the future? Um, so I encourage, uh, I know you're going to let me um, uh, leave my contact info at the end, yep. Jacob. So I'll just say, if anybody's interested in teaching uh, part-time, please connect with me. Awesome. And that's a great place to wrap up, Kim. And thank you for sharing your wisdom and skills with us. I know it's very refreshing for all the listeners, myself included. Excellent. If people want to learn more about UNT's Graduate Academic Certificate in Teaching Technical Writing, I'm glad I have that written down. <laughs> I've been nailing that phrase. Um, or connect with you personally. Where can people find you online? Our web address is techcom. T-E-C-H-C-O-M-M dot U-N-T dot E-D-U. Or you can connect with me uh, on LinkedIn if you look for Kim Campbell. Or you can always send me an email. That's Kim.Campbell at U-N-T dot E-D-U. Beautiful. Well, Kim, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and share your wisdom. And we will chat very soon. Excellent, Jacob. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Bye. Thanks again to Knowledge Owl, a knowledge-based software for powering the podcast. And thanks so much to each of you for listening to the podcast. And we will chat very soon. See ya.